Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things fitness and business. I left my career as a TV reporter after 10 years to start my own fitness coaching company. I was so tired of seeing people struggle with disordered eating and misguided weight loss information. Think of this as your one-stop shop for training, nutrition, and success while navigating through life. Grab a cup of coffee, get cozy, and get ready to learn and laugh. Again, welcome to the Taylor Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. When I think of authenticity, there is one person on social media that really does come to mind, Katie Ann Rutherford. USAPL powerlifter, IFPA natural figure pro, and of course, coach. And no matter what, with all of those titles and all of those trophies and medals, she is always her real, raw, genuine self. And I think that's why we all can say we love her. So Katie, without further ado, she teaches us how to be a little more authentic. All right, Katie, super excited to talk to you. I'm glad we got our COVID-19. (laughs) Yes, that was definitely a needed little, you know, little chat, but we got that out of the way and there's, there's good, there's good things among the hardships, you know, very good things. So, and like I said, now is the perfect time to invest in, you know, building your brand right now. I was listening to a podcast the other day and it's like, you know, we're all freaking out, but if we are online business owners, like now is the time to make sure that whenever life gets back to whatever right. you want to call normal, we are ready to go. Right, right. So, right. no, that's so, you know, true. so true. What I want to talk to you about, though, is like I said, this authenticity, and mm-hmm. I feel like you are somebody that is so real on the internet, and it's there's Thank no you. front, there's no highlight for you. You are Thank you. You, you know the highs yeah. and the yeah. lows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely try to be. I. <laughs> it's been a process. It's been a process too, which I won't. You know, we'll talk about. But yeah, yes, yeah, that's so important. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about. You know, I know that you started out in like corporate and moved to fitness, yeah. and I don't necessarily want you to talk about that, but I do want you mm-hmm. to talk about your platform on Instagram when you right. first launched your coaching brand and kind mm-hmm. of how you built your brand. And yeah. how you have really grown into being as real and authentic and not as polished as you really can right. be and how that's worked for you. Yeah, for sure. So initially, actually, it was interesting, um, especially the topic of this conversation being authentic, authenticity. Um, that's how I grew my brand. I mean, thinking back to like the first moments when I had client inquiries, it was before I even started coaching. As you had mentioned, I was in, the, um, I was in corporate America. I worked in finance. And I was working a job and then also like kind of doing a side hustle where I was trying to build up my, you know, build up my brand and build up uh, something in the fitness industry. And during that period of time, um, it was really when I started to open up, you know, not sharing every single detail of my life, but sharing, hey, look, I, even if I have some success in bodybuilding or powerlifting, I still have struggled. And this is how I have overcome. Not that I'm 100%, you know, no one overcomes everything in their life. We all still struggle. Um, But this is how I've made progress. And I can relate to you. I've been there. And that's actually how it kind of jump started everything. And that's when I first started to get inquiries um, of 
for coaching, and that was even before, I mean, that was well before I quit my, quit my full-time job and started coaching. And so then it was kind of from there where I started to build up. I started to think, man, this is a really good opportunity. There's so many individuals who need help, who need someone that understands what they're going through and who really just need encouragement but also need a coach who understands what they're maybe battling. So I know for myself, when I've had, I've had lots of coaches, um, over the years, yeah, I got in, into the in, <laughs> yeah, I got into the industry very, very young. Like my first coach um, was when I was actually 18, I think. And so every coach that I resonated with the best and the most um, was one who understood my struggle. And and so actually, kind of going back to we had brought up um, Lane Norton's name, and he was one of my first coaches. Actually, I think I was 20. Oh my gosh, I was like 22 when I started working mm-hmm. with him. And he, I, to be honest, the, the biggest, I'd say, comfort in that whole process was knowing that he understood my struggle um, because he shared with me, you know, like, oh, like some of, we had some common struggles and he had overcome. And so that gave me such reassurance. I was like, man, if he can do it, I can do it too. So that was super encouraging to me. And I felt, I, well, that was so that was so um, important to me in that period of my time where I was really just, you know, at that age where I, you know, early twenties where it's, it's a very impressionable age. And mm-hmm. so I know how that important that was to me. And so going forward, that really, really stuck with me. And I was like, that's what I want to be for my clients. And, you know, I just remember when I first met you, cause it was around that time. I mean, I met you yeah. at the Olympia in like 2014 or something. <laughs> oh no. It was so long ago. I oh know. my God. And I just crazy. remember you like walked in and like, you were the same person online as uh-huh. the person. Yeah. And you were like, you know, your anabolic bun was full oh. force. <laughs> and like, that was you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just remember yeah. you and your like half natty lighting and your blooper oh, reels with squats and like, yes. It was all there. Like you were this yeah. badass girl, but you also would like bail on your, you know, squat sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah. love her. This is great. Yeah. Um, and so I agree, yeah. you know, you're somebody that authenticity, and this is kind of what I want to hit on is, yeah. you know, you're somebody that has authenticity, but there's so many coaches out there mm-hmm. that have amazing content but they are afraid to let their guard yeah. down or their science right. guard down. What, right. what advice do you have for people on just being themselves? And, you know, one rule I have for myself, um, unless my camera falls over, is I do one takes. That's it. Like on stories. Yeah. You know, I same. do one take. Yes. <laughs> same. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you to know? be honest, that's actually, I mean, that's what I would say to individuals. Don't do a bunch of takes. Just be yourself. Be real. Now, of course, it gets easier over time. I mean, we've been in this for a while, and, you know, you've been on camera before. And so, you you know, it's, it's, it's definitely something that grows. Like, it's not all of a sudden you just feel super comfortable. But no. just yeah. being yourself, people do not – people are not inspired by perfection. Never. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about – when I think about the most inspirational people in my life and who I've looked up to, except for – Jesus. <laughs> but, you know, have I, you know, when I, when I think about everyone who I look up to, aside from, you know, that one person, um, am I inspired by perfection? No, I'm inspired by someone who's overcome. And so for me, that's, you know, everyone has their strengths. And so it's not, you know, I'm not saying that 
someone who's very well-versed in science and just wants to put out science information um, should all of a sudden start being super vulnerable and sharing all their personal struggles. No, but you definitely need to be real and authentic and share like, hey, this is me. I'm a real person. I've struggled. I've fallen short. And this is how I've overcome. And that's how you actually connect with people. I mean, I think about the individuals who, you know, I'm even close to just on a friendship level. It's those who I have shared my struggles with. It's not someone who I just come across as this perfection, you know, it's an individual who has it all together. I'm like, hey, I will be the first to admit I do not have it all together, but I have it more together than I used to. <laughs> so so I can right. share, you know, some of those some of those ways that I've overcome um some of these struggles that I think are super, super common to a lot of individuals. And I mean, I always say, you know, one way to start is just practicing a script like you're talking to your friend, right? Don't have right. something rehearsed, don't have anything ready. Show glimpses of your family. Show what you do on the weekend. Right. Like, show that you're yes. a real person behind the Yes, yes. Yeah. and that's what people love to watch. I mean, I'll tell you, my favorite Instagram stories and my favorite people to follow are people who share real stuff, too, not just data, not just workouts, not just, you know, to be honest, I mean – as a fitness professional, I see so many workouts over and over and over. And yes, of course, I enjoy seeing some workouts, but I like seeing the fun stuff. Like, I'm like, yes. I, you know, I enjoy that. And of course, with some information, you know, helpful information, it's not like just a, you know, if you're trying to build a brand, you're not just going to be sharing only personal things. But mixing that in with it is super, I think, yes. relatable and people like that, you know? Yeah. The the fine line between manufactured and just being real is right. is right there, especially if you add the whole, you know, influencer title in front of it. But, right. You know, that's what I like about you. I think that your content, um, you know, it's not nothing but stage lean photos and right. perfect lighting. Like you show the good, right. the bad, the camera yeah. and everything in between. So I want to ask you, <laughs> yeah. you know, one of the evolutions yeah. and something I think is really hard for coaches at first or just any business in, in general uh-huh. is figuring out like the script, if you will, for your clients, mm-hmm. right? Like wh- yeah. whatever your client may be, whether it be fitness or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing sales, you know, You've mm-hmm. got to, like, make that pitch, hook them, like, mm-hmm. hook and think, right? So yeah. How, yeah. how has your your selling point or your script, if you will, kind of mm-hmm. changed and morphed? And what advice do you yeah. have? Because I think that's a hard point, too. For sure. Well, I think I have a unique position in having um, had experience in multiple athletic endeavors. So bodybuilding and powerlifting and then more recently, well, I haven't even competed and gosh, it's been three years. So I've had some periods of time where I've been competing nonstop, um, whether it be, you know, bodybuilding or powerlifting, and then periods of time where I haven't been competing, which has been more recently from 2017 until now. And so I think throughout that process, um, I've just learned a lot in terms of what is important to focus on. And so it's, it's definitely evolved. And I think I my perspective, um, it was very, very competition focused for a few years. And so generally, that was the client that I was working with, and I was attracting. Now, yes, I still do work with a lot of competitors. But I also thrive on working with lifestyle clients, because I have transitioned from a competition, or I'd say, more post competition lifestyle clients, helping individuals kind of transition from that 
back-to-back-to-back competition where you always have this carrot dangling in front of you to how can we make this sustainable for your life? And that's really my mission for, I'd say, the majority of my clients. Um, I still do work with competitors. I have some in prep right now and, you know, some powerlifters and kind of a variety of individuals. But really, it's kind of a big picture perspective. And I think as you get as you get older, you know, when I first got in this industry, I was, you know, super young. I was 18 when I first started uh, bodybuilding. Um, but then, you know, as you get into your mid-20s, late-20s, and you, your family is important, and you start thinking about, have a fa- thinking about having a family and mar- marriage and all that, you know, there's all kinds of things that, are, that become more of a priority. You have to think about, okay, is this, is this a lifestyle, or is it just a kind of a looking at the next thing in front of me to keep me motivated? Um, so that's definitely been a huge, huge focus with um, you know, well, I try to make it a focus with all of my clients. Is this a sustainable thing, and is it enjoyable, and are you going to actually stick to it? Right. Do you create connections whenever you're on the phone with, like, those new client pitches? Yeah. Yes. So initially what I do with clients um, is actually have them fill out a questionnaire to get an idea of what they're looking for. And based on that, it's a pretty extensive questionnaire. I can get a good gauge on if I think it will be a good fit with a client. And from there, I jump on a 30-minute phone call with all new clients. So usually it's a Skype call unless they, you know, just want to do a phone call. And from there, you know, we connect. I ask them some questions and kind of give them a lowdown of what to expect. So they can see, okay, okay, this is a real person. Not that, you know, I mean, you get that idea from following me on social media. But still, you know, (laughs) it's like, okay, one-on-one communication, not just me posting on social media. Um, and really making that connection and making sure we're on the same page and reassuring them that, you know, I'm here for you. That's what I want to do as a coach. And it's not, you know, just how many clients can I get? It's it's about each individual relationship and helping. That's so people. funny you say that because right before I called you, I literally got off the phone with a new client. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things I said, you know, I was okay, like, yeah. my goal is for you to know that I'm real. I'm not a robot. And I want to make sure right. you vibe with me just like I vibe right. with you. Because I'm right. really up front and saying, yeah. I'm not here for 100. I don't ever want 100 clients and say, no. I'm working for me. Like, no. Jesus Christ. No. You know? No. I mean, yeah. I cap yeah. myself. And I think that this industry yes. is one where yes. you can get very addicted to the new yes. client hype. And you yes. have to stop. You have to know yeah. when enough is enough. Because yes. the second you start giving less attention and less of yourself and less coaching that's yeah. when you just become one yeah. with the ig you know mm-hmm. crap out there yeah um, yeah i tap myself as well i do not i will not go over a certain amount now yeah you know that could change down down the line if i have a coach under me which you know sure. is kind of the the next the next goal eventually yeah. after all this covid stuff you know dies down a little bit but oh my goodness <laughs> um you know just all this craziness um, oh. But yeah, you have to make sure you're also okay. It's not just about the it's not just about the time with each client, but can you remember details about a hundred clients? No, you really no. can't. Um, so you know, are you you know? It's different if you have coaches underneath you. But I mean, I know for myself, there was a point at time where I had a few too many clients, and I just was like, this is no, this is not okay because I'm forgetting things. You know, there's only so much capacity we have in our brain. And so you have to discover, okay, how many, what kind of, what's my limit on clients? Because you also do have to, you have to have a a work-life balance as well. And that's super important because it's not only your own health, but also your health to be better for your clients as well. Yeah. Stay tuned for that one. 
Um, <laughs> so, you know, one thing I want to talk about with your authenticity and again, just the mm-hmm. fact that you are bold. I mean, again, you don't care and we're similar in that sense. Like we're mm-hmm. just very us and we kind of have yeah. like our own thing going. And yeah. if we lose some people by making a bold move, we're fine with it right. because we know right. that the real people stay. So, yeah. you know, you're somebody that has yeah. incorporated a lot of faith more mm-hmm. recently yeah. I would say in the last year and a half or so mm-hmm. yeah now did you even think twice about it I bet you probably didn't you know so like talk about if you were scared at first not knowing how yeah followers would take it I don't know you yeah then yeah well actually it's interesting that we that you asked me because I just yesterday did a podcast I know um, I listened with... and I was like oh well talk to you tomorrow on that oh <laughs> well no actually another one no, oh, really? so, actually, it's so funny. I've had, like, multiple podcasts um, recently, which has been so cool. But it's, like, a very consistent theme, which I think is super interesting and I love. Um, but yesterday, was I, we recorded one. It's with Humble Daily. It's a, it's a Christian clothing company. And Quinn, he's the owner of it. Um, and he's an athlete as well, and he's a Christian. And so he was asking me about, you know, just my – just how did you start to incorporate that and kind of when was that shift? And it actually was back in 2017. So it's been a while or 2016. Um, and you know what? Yes, I did have doubts. I wouldn't say I was like hundred percent go, you know, just like, Oh yeah, I don't care if I lose followers. No, there's been times where I'm like, well, I posted that and I looked at my, my stats and I lost a couple hundred followers. But, but you know, you have to think about, the big picture perspective and to me my faith is super super important and ultimately that's my like big 5,000 feet up big big picture view it's like that is most important to me so if I'm not incorporating that I'm not being authentic because if I wasn't incorporating it that's who I am and so you have to make sure you are being um, authentic to what is your purpose in your life and that's a huge huge part of my part of my purpose and I mean that is my purpose and so it's been interesting to me to see kind of the shift in just the overall following and messages I get and client base and, and my clients. You know what? It's been so incredibly rewarding that any sort of criticism I've gotten, because people have not liked it, um, as, you know, I've gotten some pretty nasty messages. But I, to be honest, it, it pales in comparison to the rich rewards that have resulted from being more authentic, being true to myself and being true to my purpose. Um, so I'd encourage people, you know, there's always going to be someone who's going to criticize you always, no matter what you do. And yeah, I love you know, that you have this huge part of you that's not even fitness related. Like that's, yeah. you know, you don't have to yeah. be, I mean, yeah, people follow you because of fitness, but I love right. that you have multiple dimensions to you. Again, you. that adds yeah. to your authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, too. I think a lot of times people in the fitness industry or coaches or, you know, trying to gain a following. Um, but what's your following for? Are you just trying to get likes because of your body? Or are you trying to get, you know, are you actually trying to connect and reach people? Because I want to make a difference in people's lives. I don't want people to just like my photo because my legs look good, you know. Right. So, um, I mean, of course, that's part of it in terms of physique improvements. And, you know, I, I definitely consider that one of my you know, one of my specialties. <laughs> um, but overall, it's like, okay, what are we, you know, what are we focused on? Are we just focused on kind of that high of getting a like, or are we actually trying to make a difference in people's lives? And I still have to remind myself of that. You know, if I, you know, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, and, and self-doubt, we all have, we all have doubts. Every person has doubts, has insecurities, has things that they deal with. 
Um, but I have to remind myself of the bigger picture of it and the bigger purpose. And it's not just fitness. Fitness is a part of my life, but it's not my entire life. And I want people to also have that in their life and know that you can be fit, you can be healthy, you can be strong, you can be jacked. But it doesn't mean that it's your it's an obsession where it rules everything you do. Well, and that's like any job, right? It's just I think that yeah. for fitness in particular, you know, I think back to when Instagram first launched in like twenty twelve yeah. and there was like five foo foo and I remember following yeah. like Jamie Eason and like yeah, some, you know like, yeah, yeah, just like yeah. some you know, I don't remember some bodybuilding.com athletes and then it moved yeah. this whole like influencer thing. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember you would post like three times a day because stories I weren't know. a thing. I you know? know. Um I know. and, oh and we gosh. seem to be the only industry that yeah. lives and breathes it, right? Like yeah. when I was, you know, on TV, I wasn't posting three posts a day right. and posting my stories right. all day, you know. So it's, right. I think that fitness can become an obsession. And I think, oh, again, that's what, sure. that's what changes kind of your feed from others. And again, why right. I tell business owners, you know, hey, listen, be authentic and be open about your life, but also mm-hmm. show people that this isn't just you because that's not as relatable, yeah. you know, especially yes. when you do have, you yeah. know, whether you want to be somebody that trains competitors or right. uh, more exclusively competitors, the gen pop, that's who needs us the most. Yes. And yes. ultimately, you want to relate to them, too. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. And we can so, get so tunnel vision, too. I know. We can oh, say, yeah. Like, I remember at one point, it was like, all the people I followed were bodybuilders and powerlifters. And so it's almost like you're in this, um, in this kind of false reality of Instagram where you open it up and all you see are, are lifts and, and, you know, progress photos. And, and then you go out in the real world and you're like, Nobody oh, wait. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? You're like, this is not reality at I all. I mean, sometimes, I mean, there have been times, I will tell you this, where, you know, it's, it's, you post-show especially, um, you know, everyone kind of has that post-show struggle at some point or another. I remember at one point I was just kind of like in my own world and thinking like, oh my gosh, like everyone's super lean and everyone's this and I'm struggling post-show and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden it hit me and I was like, Katie, go walk outside. So I like, I, I forget where I was and I went and I walked outside and I was like, no, not everyone is 5% body fat. I'm just literally living in a, like a virtual reality in this Instagram world. And it's not, it's not real. It's a, you know, it's totally fake in terms of, you know, because I select who I follow and then it almost becomes like everyone's lean. And then I walk outside and I'm in a normal population. I'm like, actually, no, that's not true. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was saying that to somebody earlier today about how, you know, my first like season of competing, I feel like I posted everything on yeah. Instagram, not to be like, Hey, look at me, but just because right. like, oh, people want to see this. And I was like, wait a second. Ah. You know, I'm in, I'm in prep now. And I think I've mentioned it like very few times mm-hmm. since yeah. starting prep. And it's because people can't relate to that. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Um, you know, it's know. one thing to give insights, but like, this isn't, I'm not going to like give macros, right? Like people, right. it's hard to say, Hey, Jen pop, like I'm trying to get right. you to overcome binge eating. Meanwhile, I'm eating right. 40 carbs a day. Like that's not right. a good message to send. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. So I want to ask you something and I'm sure you get asked yeah. all the time, but still yeah. how, what is your tip for growing followers? Be authentic. 
I mean, that's really, that's how I, I know that's the theme of this, and it's kind of like, ha-ha, you know. <laughs> but actually, but seriously, that's true. Um, and, you know, my following, it, it, I never had a strategy. I never had a strategy. I just shared, and I think I had a unique combination So, um, of powerlifting and bodybuilding. And so be you. I mean, every person is unique in their own individual way. And if I would have strived to be, something else that I wasn't, it never would have worked, right? But it's like, okay, I did powerlifting, I did bodybuilding, and then kind of marrying in my face now, you know, more recently, um, and that being a huge aspect of it, and just being authentic and having, you know, people relate to your struggle, your whatever you overcome. And, and I think, too, what is it that's going to give people hope? And you don't have to have a huge following to make a big difference. That's not true at all, you know? So, Think about who are you impacting, and that's going to have a ripple effect. Let's say you impact 100 people, and each person impacts 10 more. I mean, that's like it's exponential. So worry less about the following and worry more about, um, well, don't even worry, but, you know, just focus. Worry. Don't worry about the following. Focus on how are you actually impacting people, and that's how you authentically grow. Yes. Love, for sure. And then – just, I honestly just have one more question for you, but yeah. so again, um, you know, if business owners or coaches or whoever are struggling with that connection, like they're just really uh-huh. having a hard time speaking on camera yeah. or, you know, just writing creative captions, what advice mm-hmm. do you have for them both on and off camera? Yeah, well, I would say, think about what do you, what do you like doing? Because we all have different strengths, right? For me, to be honest, I don't like writing a lot. So I tried to do a, I tried to do a blog, and I was like, nope. Nah. And it just doesn't it just doesn't work. Now, now, what do I like doing? I like talking. So I, you know, I just film random things throughout the day and give little tips of advice. But I don't do a ton of writing in terms of like creating a lot of written content because I frankly do not love it um but what am i what do i feel like is my one of my strengths definitely speaking and so i try to kind of hone in on okay what do i actually enjoy doing and it's speaking and so how can i how can i use that to my best ability to reach people um and i think focusing on okay what are my strengths and maybe what are my areas of opportunity that i could maybe outsource to someone else hire someone to help me um you know that those types of things too i think it's is i think that's super important which like this that you're doing that you're producing you know and that'll help a lot of individuals in terms of um you know if they're struggling with creating content um you're you know just the information that you share is going to be super helpful for them so tap into those resources um but really focus yeah but focusing more on strengths and how do you utilize those to your you know your the best of your ability i think is super important instead of trying to spread yourself so thin because for a while i mean gosh, I was like trying to do everything. And then it's like, you you can't do everything. You need to focus on what you like and what you're good at. Um, and how, how are you best impacting those people through those, through those avenues? So for me, I love, I love stories. I love, you know, filming my lifts and showing people how to lift and that type of thing. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe it's writing a workout guide, you know? So it really is, it varies for each person. So I always tell people, you know, if you're looking to grow your brand or just find that authenticity or just, you know, increase your platform, 
instead of seeking a mentor that has the same strengths as you, right? Because yeah. y'all are like, oh man, that person's awesome. I want to be better right. at that because I'm good at that. Find somebody who's mm-hmm. great at something you are just not that good at. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe somebody that's not even in your field, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I want to know who who do you look up to? Who are like a few people that you would say, you know, you just love their content, you love their platform, yeah. somebody that you might aspire to produce content similar to or, yeah. you know, yeah. to my footsteps? Well, there's definitely a few people who have been instrumental in, in my development and my growth. Um, Paul Ravella is one of them. He mm-hmm. was one of my first, I would say, like mentors in the industry. And he helped me just initially kind of get going and um, really just said, do it. You know, I, I was, I was wary at first to starting my own business and, you know, leaving my, leaving my job, but he, he really encouraged me. And so he was a, he was a great one. And then Lane, he was awesome. Um, just really helped me when I was younger and mentored me and invited me to seminars and I got to learn. And so I'd say Lane and Paul have been two just over the years really important people yeah yeah so I would say they definitely um have impacted me a lot and I'm trying to um I mean they're really they those are I know I put you on the spot yeah (laughs) no those those are probably the two biggest influences for me um and you know I I'd say probably yeah those two for sure perfect and I and and they've grown their businesses tremendously so um I think that's really cool to see as well and fast right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. They're doing awesome. Perfect. But you too, you are growing too. So yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you want to add? Any last minute tips you can think of for people that are just trying to kind of, you know, create their authenticity online? Yeah. I would say don't overthink too much. A lot of times we can get so caught up in, you know, just like, oh my gosh, this has to be perfect. And don't let perfect get in the way of being great because you can be great and we're never going to be perfect. And I think that's something that over the years I've really had to learn. It's like, no, we're not always going to have the perfect content. We're not going to be, you know, just uh, have the perfect words to say, you know, sometimes just being good is, is better than doing nothing. And, and so I think that's definitely a tip I have um, because you'll improve as well in terms of uh, content creation. It gets, you know, you'll improve with time and it doesn't have to be perfect to start. You just have to actually start. Perfect. Well, it was so yeah. good to talk to you. So great to talk to you. Yes. Oh, I'm still so sad the Arnold didn't happen. That's like my only time know. I get to see you. <laughs> I know. We were looking forward to that so much. I know. Uh, girl, the next uh, time in Columbus, I will definitely yes. uh, have Let to give know. you a call. Yes. All right. Definitely. So I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Again. You're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for any nutrition, coaching, programming, or a combination, head over to tailoredtraining.com. You can always send me an email at trainwithtaylor at gmail.com. And of course, follow me on Instagram at taylorfit.com.